You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hey, it's Bilal Vakani. Uh, big shout out to Casey Corbin for covering me. Uh, usually we're joined by good old AR Alex Ross, but he's down with a cold. I've got Daniel Shahori from Second City, my second favorite. Daniel, how are you? I'm good, my friend. It's cold. <laughs> it is time to eliminate the Elimination Chamber. Probably the most underwhelming Elimination Chamber ever. You think? I think it was. Like, I think we just saw the main event and we were pretty happy about that. But I think as we go through the card... We were happy that they did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to drop off a hill as I pull a hair off my microphone. Um, Let's start with the main event. Uh, We had the Women's Elimination Chamber. Shayna Baszler, Asuka, Natalia, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan. Sorry, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan. Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan. Never noticed that until now. And Ruby Riot. So, you know, this one started out with Natalia and Ruby Riot. We then got Sarah Logan, and then we got Shayna Baszler killing everyone until Liv Morgan came out. And I, I keep, am I mixing up Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, or do they just sound so similar that my they brain... Sound, and you usually say them together because they were, yes. But. In the riot squad. But anyways, we got Shayna Baszler dominating. I think the big issue we had with this, because this went exactly how I think most people expected. Yes. Shayna killed everybody. But there was a little bit too much time in between. I'm not sold on her reverse dominator finish. Um, but I think overall we're very happy with this. Very happy. It was the right thing to do. And they did it. Like if you're going to... We all... They set this up. So they mm-hmm. have to do the Shayna Baszler match. Yeah. So you needed to use this to make her look really strong. They, mm-hmm. they did a great job. And obviously the worry was those reports that Vince wasn't sold on Baszler based on Raw. But, you know, we're sitting there trying to see like what are the other options, you know? Like no, Asuka's, the right choice. Asuka's got the bad hand. Natalia, you've already done and the Canadian thing. Oscar has other business as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I think she will defend the tag team titles yeah. as we were talking about against Bliss and Cross. Right. And as you succinctly pointed out, Sarah Logan looking a lot like Nikki Cross with the new look. But yeah, not a lot to say here. I liked it. It was good. Um, I put this in the wrong order, but we'll shout it out anyways. I think this was actually the opener, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak. Correct. And no surprise, Daniel Bryan wins, but... Dear God, these guys are great. That was a fun match, it was, yeah. as, as expected. And... Uh, uh, I would have opened the show with that as well. Yeah, no, great. You know, maybe it took the crowd a bit of time to appreciate what these guys were doing, but it's so evident in some, you know, the the suplex spot on the outside. Uh, I really don't think I've exactly seen that spot before, and maybe uh, it's just the way they executed it. I was saying that they, because uh, you didn't see it, but they did a mm-hmm. similar spot on the AEW in the, in the tag match on the eighth, on the last AEW pay per view. At Revolution, which I refuse yeah. to watch, but no, no, hey, that's why that's why you're here. Uh, aside from us enjoying hanging out, but what are, what are we doing with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? I I don't know. Uh, it's a great question. Uh, if we were to pitch, like if you were to pitch something, what jumps out to you? If you could pitch anything, you know, let's assume Vince is listening. What do we what do we pitch? Do you do a cross branded thing with Aleister Black and Bryan? Just because? Just because they got nothing else to do, the two of them. Like they did once upon a time with Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I think that's the I'm, best case scenario. It probably I'm, won't happen, I'm but in. yeah. Well, and you know, how about this? Let's go. We'll cut. We'll get to the Intercontinental Championship in a second. We also had AJ Styles in a no DQ match, definitely flanked by the OC, taking on Alistair Black. Uh, I think we both sort of expected that gong from the Undertaker to come, and it did. Black looked. They they left this to almost the last possible moment where Styles was heading up for the Styles Clash. The OC had pinned, uh, you know, Black in the perfect position to go down, and the gong hit. The Undertaker. Showed up and he had Callis and Anderson on their knees in a chokehold, but he knew Styles was going to make that jump. Caught him in the choke slam. Still, I always get worried when I see Undertaker do a choke slam now, mm-hmm. but it worked. 
Black actually hit some offense after he didn't just roll into the pin. And I, you sort of needed this to not just advance the Styles Undertaker story, but sort of 50 50 uh, the mini rivalry AJ Styles and Black was, were having because the way Black has been decimated on Raw was, was quite concerning. Yes. Uh, I brought it up to you during the show. Uh, yeah. I like to put this out to the universe. Yeah. What I and it didn't happen here, but what I would love, 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 love to see. I'd much rather see Taker mm. team with Alistair Black versus the OC. And if we got to bring in a third person, suggested yeah. one last time the Brothers of Destruction and Alistair Black. Yeah, I don't have a better idea. I don't than think that. they're going to do that, but that's what I want to yeah. see. No, I think that'd be the best case scenario. And you're probably not going to get another six-person uh, tag or six-man tag at Mania. Speaking of tags, we, we had the three-on-one handicap match. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn, and they took on the Intercontinental Champion, Braun Strowman. And immediately from the get-go, Sami Zayn cut this promo backstage where he said he was going to start the match, and it sort of pointed out what you asked, which I hadn't even thought of, was this going to be a three-on-one tag, which it was. So Zam, Sami's going to start the match. He instantly tags out. But then as the match goes on, there's enough tags going that they're slowly wearing Strowman down. And they pulled this triple tag, which I think we both were a little perplexed as to what, why they would need to do this. But it became very clear that there was going to be a double suplex, which allowed Sammy to hit what I would only describe as almost a reverse haluva yeah. kick, because you're usually in the corner, and this time he was coming off a uh, suplex. And Sami Zayn pins Braun Strowman. He is the new Intercontinental Champion. And on a show that did not feature either world title, either women's title, uh, you know... This it was one of the bigger stories from the show. Yeah, this is this. I think behind Baszler, which we were all expecting, this is a, a huge story and one we weren't expecting. And I'm very, very intrigued to see where do they go from here. Do Shinsuke and Cesaro now want to face off with Zayn to get his title? Eventually, that might take beyond WrestleMania to get there. Does Strowman want a one-on-one rematch, which arguably he would be entitled to? Or does someone else emerge to pick on the vulnerable Zane? Well, my or my second dream mm. triple or three on three tag idea yep. was Tyson Fury comes yep. back and Nicholas <laughs> versus the three of them for the IC belt. Again, uh, just put that out there. Man. Not gonna happen. Uh, but have you know? I I felt uh, for <laughs> the first time in a while that yep. for throughout this whole card, mm. uh, the WWE is did the right thing in each of these matches because I would mm. personally I would have been very upset that Braun Strowman beat these three guys these particular yep. three guys it would have been very upsetting well I hope you enjoyed this half of the podcast because it's about to get very predictable and uneventful for the rest of the way so strap yourself in and we probably won't spend much time on any of these but it should this is what it should have been well anyways we'll start with the raw tag team champions the street profits taking on Seth Rollins right. and Murphy Kevin Owens shows up. He's got popcorn, and, and that, right. that's basically all it took. Uh, and, and there was a spot where the Viking Raiders just at some point just said, okay, we're right. just going to attack the AOP yeah. who are at ringside, which I did enjoy. So nothing too shocking here. Um, the no. tag titles stay place after just, I think they were just one on Raw on Monday. So yeah. I'm not sure. Right, again, the right, they maintain this is what have to, should have happened, and it did. Yeah, it feels like a match they could have had on Raw, not on an Elimination uh, Chamber 100%. pay-per-view. But... <laughs> Speaking of those, we had the U.S. champion Andrade with Selena Vega, of course, taking on Humberto Carrillo. I don't blame you. Uh, Carrillo has emerged as one of the best workers, and Andrade, too, to that point, Mm -hmm. on the entire show. Uh, But no Angel Garza, no Rey Mysterio, which, granted, they didn't do anything else. Sort of an odd choice not to have them in the corner, especially if you want to play on the Garza, Selena Vega, Andrade triangle. 
I think there's something there as well. They did the whole pull up the mat DDT thing, but it didn't happen here. Uh, Andrade eventually gets the win. I don't even remember how, to be honest. I did just... He pulled the tights and oh, okay. roll up. Right. So nothing you haven't seen before. No. But and then I think you know we'll probably get the fatal four way at WrestleMania. An all Mexican fatal four way yeah, for the U.S. belt. An all Mexican standoff. Yep. Somebody else has made that joke, but I'll just make mm-hmm. it if somebody missed it. Uh, and, and certainly when Vega spoke before this match, she did reference Rey Mysterio. She I think she mentioned Garza as well. So and if she didn't by mentioning Mysterio, you're still opening up to the wider uh, MCU in this case the Mexican <laughs> universe uh, to do this yeah. fatal four way yeah. which will be quite good and I think by the time we get to Mania you can probably take the belt off Andrade so it's why you wouldn't do it here right. uh, and maybe Garza or Humberto are the person to give it to one of them you know I'm, I'm good either way so you know nothing spectacular but I'm, I'm, I'm less disappointed in this as opposed to the tag titles this felt like a more logical progression of a storyline um, we had the Elimination Chamber WWE Tag Team title match featuring The Miz and John Morrison, The Usos, The New Day, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party without Kalisto, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode, who did enter last. You know, the, you had the Lucha House Party making a lot of great spots. The shooting star off the top of the chamber is one of the all-time great spots. But essentially, they were the first ones out. We had the uh, outstanding spot where Otis was just thrown right out of the chamber, yeah. Oh, yeah, right through a... the chamber, and Tucker was very concerned, and then Rude and Ziggler took advantage, took him out, and then they got a little bit cocky about it, they got taken out, and we sort of got what I think most people would have expected, which was John Morrison and The Miz facing off with the Usos in the New Day through pure, I would say, luck and you know lazy storytelling. The Miz and Morrison were able to survive two teams that hated them, and keep the tag team titles. But again, we, we talked about this before the match started. The Miz and John Morrison just won these titles in Saudi. They, you know, they, they it just wouldn't have made sense to take it off them. And, and you do set up a pretty good triple threat with two of the all-time greatest tag teams and The Miz and John Morrison. Who <laughs> have just happened to have the belts. Another match that had a logical ending. I'm impressed with the WWE tonight. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed this. You know, I, I almost... You know, it's funny. I actually wish there was a third chamber match. I think they could have told a good story, whether it would be the women's title go on the line or even a women's number one contender match for SmackDown. Two women's chamber matches? I, I think they could have done it. Um, or, you know, because of the problem... It was International Women's Day. They, it, yeah. Tonight was the night, yeah. And uh, the problem obviously becomes there was going to be a SmackDown chamber match. Sheamus thought he was in it to the point where he cut a promo... But then uh, Goldberg yeah. popped a rating, and that changed I everything. I agree, because I think you're going to get something very similar at Mania anyways. It's mm-hmm. a multiple-team match or something. Yeah. No, I think there's a triple yeah. threat there. And you can make the argument on the Raw side, there is a fatal four-way there with the uh, the Street Profits, the AOP, the Viking Raiders, and Seth and Murphy. This is what you're doing with Seth Rollins at Mania? That's, well, which is the question you asked. And uh, I think we're, you know, or it's him and Kevin Owens. I don't like either of those options, yeah, but, yeah. It's uh, every, but you're probably... It has to be... Yeah. yeah and, and it was sort of the theme of the night was a lot of these storylines could easily be condensed into a battle royal at WrestleMania. And I think that's true of the Daniel Bryan-Drew Gulak match. I think that's true of Aleister Black. I think that's true of Seth Rollins and KO. Oh. I think that's... Uh, you know, like that's half the card. Such a shame. Yeah, it'll be a hell of a battle royal, but we oh. might, you know, we might not be paying attention during the pre-show. And uh, no, last... if you have all those people, they have to be on the. Okay, anyways, go on. It'll be interesting. Uh, last and certainly least, and just because mm, there's not much to talk about, the uh, Viking Raiders defeated Kurt 
Curtis Axel, uh, sorry, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, who might be heels? I'm not sure. Uh, you didn't even see this match. You missed nothing. Uh, the Viking Raiders crushed them earlier, and WWE made the mistake of showing us these highlights after the Viking Raiders got involved in the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Mm. Why not show these highlights right before or earlier in the night, not when it happened, but earlier in the pay-per-view? Because it didn't matter either way. Yeah, it was, this, was not, uh, right. this was not sequenced well, I would say. But, uh, yeah, that was Elimination Chamber. Um, you know, I, we've lost Fastlane, and yeah. I, I do think, as much as we enjoyed the main event and the Sami Zayn stuff... This is a pay-per-view that needs to be re reassessed. Yep. I don't know if it needs a third chamber, mm. just to give it because if if you're gonna and this is a unique situation where the world title is accounted for, the W sorry the universal title, the WWE title main events are accounted for, the NXT title is accounted for in the women's side. Um, even the Baszler thing is essentially a formality, but it had to hap happen here. No matter how obvious it was, like I don't even know what the betting odds would have been on Shayna, but it would have would have been hands down amongst the those competitors, absolutely. Yeah, so it's it's something I don't want to see this next year. They need to make a change because in terms of pay per views, it was not a bad pay per view in the matches we got, but in terms of the stakes, in terms of the importance of everything we saw. It's about as unimportant a pay-per-view as I can remember. Look, I, I don't mind the Chamber pay-per-view. Mm. Uh, I just don't like the placement where it is in, in the pay-per-view schedule. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, I don't know where I would put it, but I, I just don't like it between the Rumble and Mania. Yeah. No, it's, it's a tough spot, mm. and certainly having the Saudi show in between now is not a bad spot because it's a bit of a throwaway show. Certainly they moved some titles on that show to change that perception in terms of the, again, Goldberg and Miz and Morrison, um, you know, so they, they did that to give it some significance. But, yeah, I think they should keep the Saudi shows here. Maybe you flip it around. Maybe you put the Saudi show in this spot and you move the Elimination Chamber a little bit more in between the Royal Rumble and Mania so it's a little more balanced, but well, I, I think we're the, splitting hairs at that the point. The Saudi shows are happening for a reason locally at the times that they're happening. Yeah, you know, I, um... It's yeah, that's happening good, when I, they want it. I think their contract is just every six months because they see. seem to be happening every six months, give or take. But also but in spite of everything was, else. Uh, last year it happened right after Mania. Yeah, well, was and that would have been when the Fiend would have won the title right after April. Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Uh, I mean, last year at this time, the the Saudi show was in April after Mania. Oh, okay, so it was Mania. a few months off. So yeah, right. I guess yeah. there's some fair. So I'm ballparking. I'm right. too lazy to look this up. But you get you get my mm -hmm. point. So it's sort of two a year, and they just kind of happen where they happen because money. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> fair enough. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, any final thoughts on the Elimination Chamber? Because there's really not much to say. There's not much to say, but, I mean, mm. it, it, overall, I have to give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, like, very few newsworthy. They did everything that they should have done with what they laid out. They didn't screw it up. They didn't screw it up. They didn't swerve for the sake of a swerve. Yeah. Uh, so everything that you thought was going to happen, happened. And mm. sometimes that's good. Yeah, it's, it's much like my life. I question my existence, but it's going fine. It's, there you go. So, yeah. Thanks again, Daniel. And Thank uh, you. get better, Alex. I'll, I'll see Alex at WrestleMania. Daniel, you'll be in the Florida area. so Maybe at WrestleMania, maybe yeah. not. Enjoy, and uh, there's plenty of other good lesser shows you can go to. So Maybe the Hall of Fame. Maybe. There'll be tickets probably, for that. Probably not. You don't want to yeah. see the Bellas inducted. I want to sit on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Thank you. Never Sleeps Network.
This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thank you.